whoa, it's a podcast. We're, we're live. We're on the air. Welcome to Not Funny Haha. This is take two. I'm new to this podcasting medium. And my first try was marred by my laptop smacking into the mic stand. So this is, this is amateur hour. So welcome. Welcome. Let's see. Just checking my notes. Number one, welcome. Okay. I'm starting this podcast for a few reasons, which I will number thusly for you because it helps me to keep uh, my thoughts organized. I'm told I do this a lot. Organized. Yes. Number one, many years ago, I told myself that I would go to a, to, to an open mic comedy stand-up deal and do a little stand-up. Get up, get up there and do like five minutes or whatever you, you get when you do those. And I set, I set a limit. I said, I'm going to do this by the time I'm 35. I'm 48. So can you guess how many I've done? Yeah, none, zero. So, you know, I like to set goals and I like to blow it. It's the human condition, I think. So that was number one. Number two is there's a lot of, I, and this is, a, this is a crappy way to start, I understand. But there's a lot of crappy comedy podcasts. or maybe, I don't know. I don't want to start negative because I'm a very negative person, as you're going to find out if you listen to any more of this crap. But, I, but I tr- I've tried to find uh, comedy podcasts I like, and with a few notable exceptions, I, d- I don't really like them. I, there's a weird tone to, to a lot of them, especially if it's, if it's guys. There's like an NPR nasal thing happening, kind of a nerdy NPR nasal alliteration thing. And I'm a, I'm a nerd. I was going to say I'm a huge nerd, but I'm not even a huge nerd. I'm like a medium-sized nerd. Not even huge. I've got nothing. So I should be the last to, to cast aspersions or judgment on other podcasts, but here I go. I won't, I won't name names, not because I give a shit, but because I can't remember the names of the podcasts I've listened to. I've tried to get in, into podcasts for a while, listening to them for a while now. I've ha- had friends tell me, oh, you gotta, you got to listen to podcasts, and I didn't really understand the allure, because it just seemed like listening to a DJ, like if you're listening to the radio, kind of the last thing you want to hear is the DJ. And I was like, so podcasts are basically just the DJ? That seems shitty. So uh, yeah, so there's like, you know, the the comedy podcast that I, that I see at the top of the charts, I, I try to get into them and I can't, and I, I'm sure it reflects poorly on me. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a personal failing. It has nothing to do with those people not being funny. It's, this is on me. But I thought about, you know, just doing this, you know, for as a as a as a way to to, <laughs> you know, try out some material. I've got no material. I'm not trying out anything. And then two, maybe, you know, maybe some people think this is funny. Maybe there's a few people that have also tried comedy podcasts and thought, I don't really I don't get this. I'm not really into this. Like they're. They seem to be kind of laughing to themselves a lot. And, and, and I, in, in my initial take at this, before my laptop kept uh, battering the microphone stand, I did an imitation of, of how I hear them. And it was so awful that I'm, I, I'm not going to do it again. And hopefully we'll do no voice imitations henceforth because it was so bad. So I'll, I'll, I'll end it there. Was that, that was a list of two things. I'm not sure why I had to number them, but it makes me feel better to do it. Oh, so there are a couple exceptions to the comedy podcast I like. One is a gentleman named Mark Marin who has a podcast called uh, WTF. I'm going to do fake sponsors. Hey, this is, you know, let me imitate how they do sponsorships. Uh, 
Do you like comedy podcasts? Listen to WTF. Host Mark Marin connects with interesting people and asks them a bunch of interesting questions. And it's way better than the shitty description that I just dropped. But his, his podcast is really good. I, I actually like his, his preamble. And is there a postamble a word? I like his pre and post sometimes more than the interviews because he, he really kind of just let, lets it fly and he doesn't, he doesn't sound like NPR and he doesn't kind of self-righteously kind of snicker to himself a lot at least. I don't know. I discovered him on a Netflix show called Glow Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Not sure why I struggled with that, but I did. And, and I can say this cause I'm 48. I, I was, I was watching the show and he's really good on it. And I thought, wow, who's that guy? Like I, I watch a lot of uh, movies and television and, and I didn't recognize him from anything else. And, uh, and you know, he's, he's advanced. I think he admits that he's maybe advanced in years. Is that a nicer way of saying <laughs> older? Maybe older is nicer. He's older. And, and I thought, man, where's this guy I've been hiding? I just, I don't, I don't recognize him from anything. So but he, he was a stand-up comic for years and, uh, and then started doing some acting stints. And I guess I have seen him before because I did see that movie Almost Famous. Was it called Almost Famous? That doesn't sound right. I can't remember. It was the one with the band. I think it was about Cameron Crowe. Was it directed by Cameron Crowe? Do I remember fucking anything? I've got the memory of a gnat. But it was, a, it was like a movie about these like rock stars or whatever. And he, he had a bit part in it. Mark Maron did. See, I remember I'm talking about Mark Marin, so so I'm gonna take that as a win. I'm gonna write it in the win column, and I'm gonna move, move onward. And then what other? Well, I don't know. I like I like Joe Rogan. God, I'm I'm blanking here, but I'm not gonna go back and do this again. I don't fucking care. Like this is it. I'm not gonna keep redoing this. It's just gonna I'm I'm gonna do it live, like Casey Kasem, and I'm not gonna imitate him because I can't do voice impressions. But Joe Rogan's podcast is, is good. I, I don't know. I've never seen his stand-up. I remember many, many years ago, a friend told me, oh my God, that, you know, Fear Factor guy is super funny. You got to check him out. He's like wicked angry and super funny. Um, and I never did because I don't listen to recommendations from friends. Fuck those guys. What do they know about anything? And yeah, so I like those two podcasts. And then I started to listen to, so I was about to give up on podcasts because I thought this is stupid. It's, it's, it feels weird. Nothing's funny. Nothing's grabbing me. And then I discovered true crime and I, and I, and I never looked back because really if I was, if I was any damn good, I would, I wouldn't do a true crime podcast, but it seems like a lot of work in like investigation and research. And that's not something I'm willing to take on at this point in my life, but those are really good. Maybe I'll think of a few specific ones because God knows you are listening to this for recommendations about true crime podcasts. Welcome. Did I welcome you? That was kind of a Mark Marinus non sequitur. Sequitur. I barely made it through high school, so, you know. But my vocab's pretty good, and here's why. When I was a kid, I read a lot. I read voraciously. There, I just flexed my vocab. I read a lot, and, and so I feel like that gave me a decent vocabulary and then I and then I went to music school, and uh, to pursue music. Because I knew from a very young age that was what I was destined to do. You know those those stories or those movies about, you know, a kid with a dream, one in a million dream. I'm one of the other ones. You know, there's a lot. If if the if it's one in a million, there's a lot that didn't make it, right? 
And so you watch those movies or read those books or hear those stories and it's inspiring. And you think, oh my God, I can do anything. But you can't. You can't do, you can't do anything. Are you sitting down? Because I, I have to break this to you. You can't do anything. And I tried and I didn't. Which isn't to say that you can't. Like my failure doesn't mean that you can't do something. I mean, statistically speaking, it does. But if you want to give it a shot, you know, go for it. You might be, you know, you might be 58 and you're, you're holding down a day job that's just fucking mind numbing. And you're like, man, I've always wanted to be a rock star. So I'm, I'm just going to go in tomorrow and give my uh, two weeks notice or what, you know, you don't even need two weeks at those jobs, right? I'm going to turn in my badge and name badge, not a uh, police officer's badge. And I'm just going to walk out and, and I'm going to pursue life on the road. But that's not going to work. It doesn't work. Nothing, nothing works in this world. And this got dark. Darker. Ah, I was going to say darker than I imagined, but I kind of knew it was going to get here eventually. I just didn't think on the first one. I thought I might try to hook you and then swing around and be like, surprise, this is a fucking downer. Ha ha ha. It is not funny. Ha ha. I forgot to say the name of it. Did I say the name? No. I'm so amped up and nervous that I'm not going to go on much longer because, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to put this out and then I'm going to, I'm going to do some marketing and then I'm going to look at analytics and I'm going to, and I'm going to factor, you know, figure out or factor or figure out uh, my ROI, you know, then I'm going to look at my blood equity. I'm going to take the temperature of the room and then I'll probably parking lot a few items and then I'm going to determine if I'm going to do this more often. I'm gonna. Why not? This is fun. I'm sitting in my basement and uh, I have a little tiny room. My, my little music room, it's called Studio A. And it's unfinished. And it kind of looks like Silence of the Lambs. Like, um, I, you know, I don't want to ruin the, if you haven't seen it, you should see it. Actually, that's my, that, you know, this is great. This is like a callback. This is, I, this is like stand-up. Because the only uh, voice impression that I am confident in doing is Buffalo Bill, the the guy and the killer in Silence of the Lambs. Jodie Foster is, you know, investigating and, and trying to chase him down. She uh, goes to his door and doesn't know he's the killer yet. And he's asking about a woman who disappeared, I think. It's been 150 years since I've seen this, and I'm not convinced this is accurate. But he goes, no, rather she, she goes, Jodie is a she, goes to the door, uh, knocks, rings the doorbell, or however you call someone to the to the door at that specific house, and and Buffalo Bill, right? I think that was the guy's name, or I want to say Bob, but it was Buffalo Bill. I'm pretty sure comes to the door, and she asks him. Jodie Foster asks him about this woman, and he goes, "Here we go, ready." <clears throat> and he goes, "Oh, was she a great? God, that sucked. Was she a great big fat person? See, I'm so nervous that I can't even do the. the I can actually do that well, and I and I and I." really fucked it up because I'm so nervous. So I apologize. And I, and I also promised myself I wouldn't do voice impressions and then immediately broke that promise. So, so we've learned a couple things here so far. We've learned that I'm probably, I'm probably not funny enough to have a, a comedy podcast and I am going to brand this a comedy podcast. Uh, I'm going to cut against the grain and do that. And also, I shouldn't do voice impressions. I knew I shouldn't do it and then I did it. I wonder if that's self-sabotaging like, you know, a lot of people have a fear of failure. I think a lot of people have a fear of success. I think I do. 
I think I don't know. I think a lot of people are very comfortable with failure because we fail a lot naturally. That's how we learn, right? We learn by failing. And so it becomes comfortable. Like it's, we know how that works. We have a really good understanding of attempting something and having it just fucking fall apart. However, a success is much more rare. And so I think most people don't have the same facility or comfort with, with success. And I think, I think that might be true of myself. And I think that might be why in a lot of areas, personally, I've experienced failure. Oh, number three reason for this podcast is because I don't want to, I don't want to see a therapist anymore. I don't want to, I've been through a bunch and I don't really get it. And I think this might be just as effective. And frankly, I'll be more honest talking to this microphone than I've ever been talking to a therapist because I don't want them to think I'm like a crazy person. I mean, that's, you know, nobody wants that. So I've never really been totally upfront with, with therapists. And then I just get disappointed that nothing's working because it's clearly on them that I'm not being honest and not seeing any results. Very comfortable with failure, with therapy. Hmm. Patterns emerge. See, it's like, like the mist clears. I've been through four, I think, and I, I don't know. I just, it never seems like there's a game plan. Like what's, what's the, what's the game? Like, do I just talk to you forever and you just sit there looking at me and I don't even like to look at people in the eyes because I'm really shy and introverted and probably other things that, that haven't been diagnosed. Um, but I don't like, I don't really like that kind of personal interaction. When I was a kid, I would get so nervous meeting new people that I would turn, my face would turn beet red, even just saying hello, just saying hi, you know? And I always, and, and I always like looked at people who, who were very gregarious and, and very comfortable in social situations and thought, oh man, that is so cool. Like, why can't I be like that? I don't know why. I just can't, why can't I be as easy or why doesn't this come as easily to, to me as it does to other people? Why, do, why would I turn beet red saying hello to someone I don't know? It's very uncomfortable. I just wanted to not be there. I have children. And one of my children is, so, is, is very gregarious. And, and she's very outgoing. And she asks people, she doesn't know, what's your name? And I'm like, oh, man, you're that type of person I always wanted to be. But never kind of figured it out. It's like a Rubik's Cube. I could never quite figure out how to navigate saying hello without feeling terribly embarrassed for being there. That wasn't, that wasn't one of the jokes. That was, a, that was more of the serious part. It'll get, it'll get funnier. I don't, I don't think it's going to get funnier. I got to be honest. I think this is probably it. All right. I, I might stop here for a couple reasons. Number one, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do another list. <laughs> I probably will. I'll probably, I'll probably break that promise too. I have to go and pick up one of my children from, from, the, from the bus stop. I'm actually, I'm home today. So I'm going to go pick her up. Thank you for listening to the first edition of Not Funny Haha. Uh, I am your host. I'm not going to say who I am. So that was a shitty way to end it. Damn it. Take two. Thank you for listening. And, and uh, yeah, I'm going to do this again. So, so stick around and bye-bye.